Hello everyone, Al from Point of Insanity Game Studio here, back with my son, Alan, and we're going to be taking another look here at Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Nintendo Switch. So, we've had the game and he's been playing it for a bit, so let's fire it up and take a look at Breath of the Wild, and for those of you who caught our first look episode, you probably... You know, we didn't go really too much into the game. We we're just kind of getting our getting our feet wet, so to speak. And well, my son here has been playing it for quite a bit, so he's got some you know new stuff to show us here. So before we well, let's start by talking a little bit about the amiibo controls and stuff, because and um, you'll get to see a surprise when I find when the game finally boots up. Yep, because we've. I've gotten, actually, I got. Well, he's I gotten a little further. I haven't played it yet. He only he he's the one who's been playing it most of the time. But you'll be able to see something very special. And we also have. I got it today, so it's just fresh. Yep, and we've got three of the amiibos. It's so, the Hylian Shield. Yes, he was all happy that he got the Hylian Shield. Which, so one of the things about the game is there's this whole thing about how your weapons and armor eventually get damaged and have to be replaced. What do you think about that mechanic? Have you found it to be annoying, or do you think that it just it adds a, a new dimension to the game? It adds balancing as, like, if the Hylian shield never break, you would have the super overpowered shield. And then it's like... If this weapon, I would have a, like a 50 base power weapon that would never break. And I could just sweep through everything. Yep, so I, I suppose it puts a new emphasis on the Zelda games where, you know, usually you're just kind of running around exploring. And while that, that exploration element is certainly still present in Breath of the Wild, it seems that it makes you... Well, it does add some new twists because not only do you have to constantly be aware of your weapons and how strong or how weak they are, and but you also have to... I know you cook food a lot, so does, like, does Link get, like, hungry and start to starve to death, or... No. But it is suggesting to have a nice variety of, of things, as, like, all those food have, like, extra bonus effects. But I think it's kind of cool how they have that whole mechanic, how you find these fireplaces and you can go... Uh, you can cook food or make Yeah, I got stuff. some the Amiibo stuff. Yep, and you got them. Now you can look more like a classic-looking Link. Yeah, like the Hylian Trousers is something that you can find very early in the game. It's like, you can easily replace your well-worn trousers for these. So why don't you play the game a little bit there, bud, and let's see how much further you've got. Oh, the Amiibos. So you want to talk about the Amiibos. So, so let's see if I didn't use them today. I can't... I already used okay, them. Okay, we tried using the Toon Link Amiibo. I guess I already did it today. Oh, you can but only there, use them once per day? Well, if they give you... But there is one that's infinite use. Wait for it. Can't use that here. Because, yeah, we've got the, uh, the regular... Yeah, don't say it! Okay. Let me just go to a stable. So you also get different types of horses, I understand, where each one has their own stats, where, like, maybe you've got 
some... That's kind of cool. You can teleport around. Yeah. So you've got some horses that are maybe a little faster than others, and some that have a bit more stamina. So I suppose that adds an interesting element, because usually you only just got one horse in the other games, right? Uh, yeah. And while in Twilight Princess you were able to name it, but it would always still be Epona. Okay. So what do you think about this whole concept Nintendo has with the Switch, where the console sits in the charger and you can pull it out and play it wherever you want? Yeah. You like that concept? Yeah. And I think it is interesting, because one thing I do have to give Nintendo a lot of credit for is they do try to find ways to do interesting things with newer technology. I mean, you know, go go back and look at the DS where there was the emphasis on the touch screen and how that would incorporate, you know, the you would incorporate those mechanics. Uh, so, like one anyways, this is... Well, so, as you can see... Okay, so we're at a stable here. So you get to take different... Ah, Rapidash, named it after a Pokemon. This is the special Zelda horse, and this is a Pona, which... You can get it through the Red Smash Bros. Link Amiibo. Okay. Yeah, and it's the most well-mounted horse. Zelda's horse has the best stamina, and then it's like, there's the giant horse, which is double the size of any other horse. Urse. Urse, and it's like, but the problem is you can't, it doesn't have any stamina. And lo but it has the best strength, and it only has a speed of two, so it's isn't rec it's only recommended for like plowing through guardians. So there might be uh, certain times in the game where you do you think where it's more beneficial to use a faster horse or a stronger horse. Well, it's like like I generally mainly seem to use the more special horses, generally Epona. Okay. So yeah. So now time to show that amiibo. Okay, so firing up the amiibo, the one from Twilight Princess gives you Wolf Link. So you've got a little uh, wolf buddy to help you out. Yeah. And no, it notice how it has five heart containers. Well, it depends on how on your on your Twilight Princess data, as depending on on how much heart how much heart containers you had when you finished the dungeon. And I only had five. Okay, well, that, that's kind of cool, and like I said, I got to hand it to Nintendo. Uh, that is cool how they did have it where the Amiibos, um, they do things in the other games where, I mean, I was concerned that, like, when we started to buy Amiibos for Super Smash Brothers, how, you know, you can only use them in those games, but that's, that's, that's awesome how you can use those Amiibos, certain Amiibos from Smash Brothers, and it plays into this game, and you said that for the... Uh, okay, fighting. What are we fighting here? Choo-choo's. Remember, okay, those were kind of like the slimes in the earlier Zelda games, right? Yeah. And of course, Wolfling is pretty good if you want to save durability on weapons. Okay. It's just you can't use them in shrines. Okay. He's also good for for hunting. But, as I was saying, it, it, it is cool how Nintendo has tried to find ways to make use of new technology uh, where, you know, you look at... I mean, I can't really say much to PlayStation because I don't have a lot of experience with PlayStation. But, I mean, for the Xbox, 
for the most part, it's just been you and the controller. Now, granted, they tried to do some movement-based games with the Kinect, but the few Kinect games I've played, I really wasn't very impressed with. But, I mean, I do like what Nintendo's done. I mean, the DS, you have the touchscreen mechanics. Uh, one game that I thought it... Was well, blank stay. <laughs> what it was interesting for is, it was one of the Castlevania uh, area games for the... Uh, for the DS, it was either Area of Sorrow or Dawn of Sorrow, I think. it's They're the ones that feature Soma as the main playable character. And uh, in that, the second one of the, the games starring Soma, uh, what you would do is you would learn these seals that you would have to use the, you know, the stylus to draw on the touchscreen. And that was important because when you got to certain bosses... You couldn't defeat them unless you drew the the correct uh, symbol on the screen. Well, that's that's cool. So your Link is encouraged to be stealthy in this game, huh? So that was kind of cool. I said it for those who are just listening the audio instead of uh, watching it. Uh, he had him climb up a tree, and then he could snipe the enemies there before gliding down. But you actually chose to just glide down and enter the fight. Yeah. So I take it that what you're doing is you're pretty much uh, saving your your better weapons for the boss battles and tougher or, enemies. Yeah. But then you look at like the Nintendo Wii and they they did some interesting things with the motion controls in those games. Uh, the Wii U with the tablet controller. We didn't really have many games that really utilized that I can whistle feature. the call Wolfling. Okay. Wolfling, what are you doing? Oh! I thought you died. But that's cool how the the Switch does give you that ability to either play Jumping the game over on fire. the console. Why don't you cook something just for just to kind of show the uh, audience. Oh, you want to open the treasure chest Ooh. first. Soldier's Claymore. Oh, you got to drop some stuff, huh? Or just throw away that. He doesn't hold it up like he does with the uh, in a lot of the other games. Whenever you got a new item, you would always hold it up. Why are you shooting down a bunch of bees? They might attack you, dude. Oh, you wanted to get their honey. But yeah, this is one of those fireplaces that we were talking about before where you go over there and then you choose which items that you want to uh, put in into the pot, and then it either cooks food, or you guess you make potions and other goodies, too? I'm gonna make some... Here. Here's what it looks like. And you can get a nice little peppy tune. <laughs> and I like how he has that reaction where, after he's done cooking, he does that, like, you know, like, yes! What? If, for example, if you cook an invalid ingredient, something else happens, so... So one thing that... I don't know how far you've uh, gotten where you notice this, but there's the temperature gauge... Yeah. ...where Link has to be... You have to be careful with for, what you're wearing, because... Well, I can show that off later, but I'm going to cook some So if, like, you're too hot or too cold, you, like, start yeah, to I'll go to life? Well, I'll go to somewhere that's cold, and... So... I... Don't think we'll, maybe Wolf Link will tag along. I don't know, but I just gotta go back to the tutorial area. Note if you're looking at this, that's sort of like a guide on where one of the shrines is in the tutorial area. 
And I like it how in this game you do have that instant travel. Because when you think about it, that the only thing we had in the, the original Zelda... I'm not sure about some of the what, later the warp, ones. Warp whistle. Yeah, the warp whistle, but you never knew where that was going to take you. All it, the law did was just go warp you to dungeons. I know, I think it warped you to... Okay, yeah, maybe it did just warp you to the dungeon areas, but still. Yeah. So, waiting for the load. So, how have the load times been on this game? Not too bad? Um, they can sometimes be annoying. It seems to load quicker, and I think it's than a lot of the disc-based games. I think it's because since it's on that that yeah. card. Oh, okay, so I see Link's now cold. But there is a specific clothing that does the warm doublet. Now Link can withstand it, and also want to hear something funny. So what happens if you're too cold? Does he take damage, or just get worse at fighting? Ah, uh, he he'll take damage. But oh, okay. want to hear something fun you can do? Hmm. Oh, yes. Snowboarding on your shield. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to turn that into a mini-game. Oh, you died, but you looked really cool doing it. <laughs> Face pumped! <laughs> you know, Link, the object of, uh, of doing that kind of stuff is to not land face first. Yeah, I've, I now have... I've, I've collected five more heart containers, and it actually, with mainly three, per, if, with gear that has three for protection, and that's how you can survive a guardian shop, but you'll only live with one-fourth of a heart. So the guardians are pretty powerful in this game, huh? Huh? So does doing all these cool, sick tricks do anything for the game, or it just it's just kind of a fun thing to do when you're... Yeah of uh, running around killing things and also another thing that I remember when we f took our first look there was the the little thing by the map that looked like a waveform and just reading a little bit about it, it so that's like actually uh, a sound meter sound meter so it encourages link to be stealthy at times I assume look at how far the Z target went yeah if you're really bored, just go to Mount Hylian and constantly shield serve. <laughs> as long as you have the warm doublet. So it's nothing like with Amped 3, where you can actually earn points based on how much damage you do to yourself when you crash? <laughs> yeah, go back on our uh, YouTube channel. I've done a couple of those videos on uh, with Amped 3 for Xbox 360, where we just tried to see how much... Uh, injury and damage <laughs> we can do to ourselves. That's actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Especially when you get the hang glider, because you can go way, way, way <laughs> up, and eventually it gets to the point where it just automatically drops you, and... Link's getting some wicked sick air! <laughs> you better watch it, dude. Your grip is getting kind of... slowly going down there. How is the shield possibly still on Link's feet? Magic. Don't gotta explain it, it's just magic. So it looks like you're in a desert region now, so <laughs> died again. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, well, I think we're going to uh, gonna be ending our follow-up episode here. In I want to play just a few more. So what are some of your feelings about Breath of the Wild so far? And you've played, I hate to say this, but you've played more of the Zelda games than I have. So what's your feeling 
or impression of Breath of the Wild compared to... I know, to... let's bring Wolf Link here. Okay, but what, what's your feelings on Breath of the Wild compared to some of the other Zelda games you've played? Oh, Wolf Link cannot, can only be used in standard areas. Oh, okay. Alright. Shield serve! If you're ever bored, just seal shield serve. So what's, what's, your, what's your thoughts of Breath of the Wild so far? See, I wonder if that shield surfing thing, if it actually it does comes into play shield. later in the game, where, like, you know, you actually use it for a practical purpose other than, you know, doing wicked sick tricks. <laughs> this actually lets you maintain more shield surf time. Okay, so is there any specific objective you're going for right now? Just showing them off the world. Now, no... One thing is that how usual how the Great Plateau does restrict you from later parts, but like... Yep, because yeah, obviously you gotta be very like, careful and not... Oh, okay, that's kind of slick. You could uh, go right up into the wall and then automatically you grab on. Yeah. So Link's sweating, is he... It's just because he's exerting himself or because he's hot? Probably because of the... Um, let's go raid this enemy treehouse. So, with the... It does look like it does have, like, a, a morning, eve, afternoon, evening, night also, mechanic. Also, something that will happen is the blood moon, so... Oh. Alright, so, let me quickly get on some better armor. Wait, can Wolf Link do See if Wolf Link can be used here. trying to use Wolf Link. I, why am I trying to spawn him at a plant? I don't know. Why are you trying to spawn him on a plant? You know more about this game than I do. There's Wolf Link. <laughs> what are you doing? He's probably waiting for you to find something for him to attack. I heard him. What are you doing? He's trying so hard. I'm gonna... How are we supposed to get up there? Probably it's... climb. I'm... Well, why climb up there? You can just shoot him with your bow. I do like how when you're using your bow, how it goes to that third person. Not really third person, but that over-the-shoulder perspective. Yeah. Did it... they do that with the other uh, games? Also, hashtag headshot. <laughs> so did they go into that like over-the-shoulder mode in the other uh, games? I think that was an option in Twilight... Twilight Princess. Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to get up there? I don't know. Probably gotta just find an opening to climb. Yeah, try there. though. looks like there's a different opening over there. I, I tried. It doesn't work. Okay. So well, maybe you gotta find boots or something that let you jump really high. What? I don't know. Maybe there's... Alright, Wolf Link, what are you barking now, at? Now, does Link learn spells in this game like he did in the... Well, somewhat with the runes, it's like you get ice like ice pillar spell, all oh, time stop spell, magnesis spell, and bomb spells. Okay. Because I was wondering maybe if they do something where like in uh Zelda 2 the Adventure of Link where you get to learn a jump spell. Um can I does I do I have anything that could potentially start a fire? It works. Okay. I can cook you can if cook more stuff. I know, let's Let's cook up some... Let's cook some of these. 
<laughs> Look at Link. Uh oh. I don't know, Link. Do you think you can handle that much spice? Hopefully, Pepto Bismol has been invented. Spicy sauteed peppers. Does that sound good? To me, it does. I, you're not really a hot pepper kind of guy. I'm just cooking stuff. So, any other thoughts about this game so far? I mean, what are some things that you like about Breath of the Wild? Well, one thing is how... There is a, a thing called a, a blood moon that happens. And what happens on the blood moon? All your enemies that at enemy camps will respawn. Okay. So that means that it happens every eight in-game in 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 game days. Meaning you gotta strategize. It's like you can farm at... Okay. Let's just cook a... Let's see if this becomes. So, what are the boss battles like in this game? Are well, they? Well, I think maybe a stone talus may have respawned, so I'll show you that. <laughs> but maybe what, are the, that what are the boss battles like in this game compared to some like of the other ones? It's like, like, um, that like Colossus game. Oh, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. Where you gotta climb on the bosses and find their. Well, spots? they're huge and like. All right, so there is one in the tutorial area in the Forest of Spirits. So I'll, I'll just. I'll just, I'll warp you there, so yeah, you get to oh, see Oh, can me. you fight the bosses after you defeat them? I think they actually respawn every Blood Moon cycle. Okay. So we'll maybe, we'll end up on that, but we'll talk about Legend of Zelda as we do that. Okay. So anyways, I think our, actually, the original episode was actually 40 minutes long. Yep. And we're only doing just a quick little episode here. But I wonder if now, uh, come on, it's okay to subscribe. It's okay to press the subscribe button and and yes, like click and that comment. like and subscribe button. I I know we don't do videos very often, and a lot of that is just because primarily I'm more into podcasting than actually making the online videos. And one thing I think, I mean, videos like what we're doing now really aren't that difficult because it's just okay playing the game and commentating them, but I mean, it really, if when you try making your own YouTube videos, it gives you a new sense of respect for what some of those content creators out there, like uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd, nerd or uh, <laughs> Nerd, nerd <laughs> or Pro Jared, or Matt Pat, some of the videos Bull, they make. You're not going to attack me. I'll shoot you with an arrow. <laughs> But it gives you a lot. It gives you a new sense of respect for the stuff they do because I mean, Ooh, just the amount of stuff. work that they have to put into making like a just like a 15-minute episode. Because you know you gotta record all the game footage and then you gotta edit out the stuff you need and don't need, and then after that, uh, then mix everything together with your narration. So why am I using my fireblade? I don't know. Why are you using your fireblade? You tell me. You're the one playing the game, buddy. Ow, he counterattacked. Oh, you're stealing your friend's shield. That's, <laughs> well, that's kind of cool how they the enemies will they'll pick up their departed comrades' weapons and armor. Well, mainly shields, but I don't really need them as I have a sick Hylian shield that I can surf on. 
so it from my impression and you might be able to to better describe this than I do since you've played more of the Zelda games than me. Alright, but here's it where seems the stone talus is. It seems that they've made uh more, they did more with the enemy uh AI. Alright, let's fight the stone talus. What's the stone talus? It should be right here. Is it like a mini boss or something or I'm standing on it. Oh wow. Don't get crushed. Let me heal up quickly. Yes, that would probably be good. And it's so nice that the boss isn't attacking you while you're eating. Okay, so... Now, there's a very specific weak spot on it. So do you get... Ow! <laughs> so do you get some special item after you've uh, beaten the rock talus or stone talus? Well, you get a bunch of minerals which you can sell. Oh, so he's got a weak point on the back of his head you gotta aim for. Okay, this thing isn't very bright, is it? It's just like face-planting itself <laughs> into the ground so you can hit the weak point. This is probably one of the easiest <laughs> mini-bosses. Oh, your bow's damaged, you might have to climb up on him and hit him where it hurts. You know, I have gonna multiple... Switch bows? Yeah, that's... I mean, the game looks like it's a lot of fun. The only thing that I think looks like it'd be kind of a hassle is how your weapons and armor keep getting, uh... You know, they get damaged with use, which I suppose is realistic, but I suppose it can yeah. get kind of annoying. I mean, I'm sure One eventually... thing is that that is actually the main place that you can only hurt him, which will always be critical hits for some reason. Wow, this thing is not very intelligent. It just keeps sitting there, uh, planting its face into the ground while you shoot at it. Okay, I, I guess I take back what I said about them trying to make these enemies more intelligent, because this stone guy is, uh, not the brightest bulb on the planet, is he? Yeah. And, but you do get a lot of ambers and rubies. Okay. And get some Hylian shrooms, but they're not really powerful healing items. But back in the beginning of our game, like back in our first impression, they were helpful. Yep. Right? Right. Well, I think this is a good place to stop just for this little uh, quick yeah. look at uh, the Breath of the Wild. So, so far, it seems like a pretty cool game. I said maybe one of these days if I can wrestle the uh, Switch away from you, maybe I'll actually get a chance to play it. Yes, I know you're, you're uh, showing off your Hylian shield there. So uh, if you are listening to the audio of this and like to see the video, go to Point of Insanity Game Studios' YouTube channel. And if you are watching this on YouTube and would like to listen to the audio wherever you go, you can go to... POIGamestudio.podbean.com, visit the Point of Insanity Network, and listen to this uh, the podcast version of this episode whenever you'd like. So thanks again for joining Wolf Link's us. interrupting and you. Have a good... That's not very nice, Wolf Link. But thanks for joining us, and have a good evening, or morning, or afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are, and happy gaming.